Just so you know, everything you're about to hear is a lie. Four decades ago, something was born. Designed to be at once new and old, a memory and a premonition, aesthetically addictive and indefinably cool. A beast made from man, whose animal nature somehow defines our very humanity. Blurring the line between pop culture and popular myth, this legend in blue has been told through video games, televisions, films, and our very dreams. He's blue. He's fast. He likes chili dogs. Try to catch him. Follow the trail. Look for the beans. The big red beans. The red stains. Oh, it went up a tree. Well, Christ Almighty, what are you going to do about that? Splat! Chili in your face. Fuck you. This is Elsewhere Presents Sonic the Podcast. Just for fans. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Elsewhere Presents Sonic the Podcast Just for Fans. Uh, this is an exciting one. Our guest today is, uh, you, you've, you've probably heard of him. You've probably seen Evo moment number 52, where his knuckles completely wrecked Sonic King 01's Sonic at the most recent Evo side tournament. I've been following him on social media. He's got a really interesting Instagram. His social media presence is really charming. Uh, He's a very good Sonic Bash Fighters player, which uh, that's the third installment of the Sonic fighting game. Uh, I I personally always enjoyed the original Sonic Bash, and I didn't really get that into the multiplayer aspect of it, but uh, now that's all there is. Anyway, so... I've been in a better mood lately. You know, you guys caught me in kind of a rough place. This has been a recurring theme of the show. There's an episode where I literally passed out. Hopefully that'll never happen again. But um, those symptoms are coming back. So I've been I've been just exercising a lot. Five, ten mile runs. It's been hard to be down about it, though. You know, I like sure on one hand, that's a that's a physical compulsion. It's a little troubling. But on the other hand, like there's no problem with like working out. And uh, as far as everything else, the uh, feelings of lightheadedness, nothing that a couple of drinks can't fix. Uh, we're here at the chop shop back at home. You got a house full of bunnies. How can I feel bad about that? Paul moved in. It's a little tight in there. Just my little studio apartment filled with rabbits. But uh, I got to be honest, it's a little challenging, but it's fun. It's fun living with your friends. It's fun looking at bunnies all day. Life is good. This is going to be a good episode. I feel really good about this guest. Back before I was a big Sonic fan, I played a lot of fighting games. That was like my main uh, thing and less so these days. But uh, I, I feel I feel like it'll be like touching base with a, a version of myself as a child. So we're going to get right into that now. Here's my interview with Zero. Uh, I am I am here with uh, one of the top competitive Sonic Dash fighters in the most recent uh, Evo side tournament. It was heavily publicized. This is Zero. Hey, how you doing? And I see you've brought your dog, Max. Yeah, Max is with me. He's an old dog, and I don't like uh, leaving him at home alone. I, I, I feel like I know him already. Like I feel like we're already best friends because I've seen him on your uh, Instagram story and stuff. I'm a big fan, by the way. Oh, yeah. Did you see the one where he was licking my dick? Like, yeah. it's, it's surprising that you guys are so close. I was really surprised that no one reported me. Like, that was pretty much the whole reason I did it. It was a prosthetic dick. A lot of people just caught on to that because it was red. But, you know, you can't be a bad boy 
and use fake dicks. <laughs> Look, the, the sh- you're known for your shenanigans. You know, even your name, like Zero, that's like a, a obviously a clear reference to another player. One, you know, and you're like oh, my arch nemesis. Yeah, in a way, I am like so far away from one. It's like an infinite space between us. You yeah. know, that's how I assert my dominance. You know, I know that there is never going to be a contest. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, before we, we get into the full interview, uh, I want to go over some Sonic news. This is our news segment. Okay. Th- this is kind of a big one. I mean, I mean, like you're more in, uh, in the sort of like competitive fighting game uh, mm-hmm. scene. I'm not sure how much of like a Sonic fan you are, but I'm, I'm a huge Sonic fan. This is sort of a Sonic fan show. I've been keeping up with the news and, you know, like I feel like it's, it's a little journalistically weird to report leaks, mm-hmm. but there's a leak for the for Sonic Dimensions, the new game coming out. This game is leaking like a sieve. And the most recent is is uh, a design for a female character. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, I, potentially another one of Sonic's myriad girlfriends, but uh, here, t- t- take a look at this. Um, I don't know, like, why they would put another girl in, like, they already have one. It's like, what would she add yeah. also? Not hot. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me because like you know normally like female characters in Sonic games are very like sexually provocative, very like attractive. But yeah, like she's unconventional. She looks like she reads books, especially because she's got like the glasses on her on her ears, but then she's also got them on her head. Like she's wearing glasses, but then she has like a backup pair of glasses. Yeah, my main tip would be like if you want to keep the glasses, put them on the tits. That's that's a good that's a good call. Like a, like a sort of glasses bikini. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of maybe going for a more like progressive thing, like an inclusionary thing. But like, hey, sex appeal matters. Oh, it's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Aside from combos and you know counters, right? And how you can chain a good combo mm-hmm. with a good counter. That also matters. It's tits. If you let me ask you this: when you look at that character right there, do you see potential as a future incl- inclusion, like an update to Dash Fighters? I sincerely hope not. That's that's fair. Well, I think she looks nice. I think she has like sort of like a Velma thing going on. I mean, I don't know. That might be kind of more my thing. You know what I mean? Like uh, you're uh, a Velma guy. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I think that I like sure like an approachable girl. I'm like I don't want to get weird, but like you know, sometimes women can be a little intimidating, and I feel like you cut that out with like a sweater. You know? Yeah, uh, I'm not really intimidated by women. But put a sweater on a girl, and it's like it's an invisibility cloak, you know. So that's my stance. Right, right. That I, here, here's what's interesting to me is that there's there's these if you look, if you look here on the margins of the page, there's these hearts, right? Like the artist drew these like hearts. All right, so I'm gonna pull some other images here. Do you want a drink, by the way? Oh yeah, please. Do you guys have code red? Can Chops can we get a code red? He he actually gets all of the like uh, Mountain Dew flavors. So if you want a Baja Blast, like even though you Baja know, hopefully Blast. no one from Taco Bell is listening to this, but it makes my hand shaking and affects my performance. Okay, so code red it is. But yeah, if you look at these uh, designs from the very original Sonic the Hedgehog, these are by uh, Yokotaro Takashi, and they also have those same little hearts on the mm. margins of the page. Here's the thing, though he uh, he passed away. I just think it's really interesting. Like, is that a reference to those original designs? I don't know. I think it might be, and I think that honestly, it's like spitting on his grave. It did feel a little tactless, and I, I have questions. But yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I don't know. I think she, I think that she looks great. Obviously, uh, we we differ there. But can't talk. I ahead. really didn't take you as a person that would be into sweaters. I I, I think that uh, you know. I mean, I'm presently in the market. I just got through like a pretty definite breakup. I think right now, like, I want I want something. I want something soft. You know, I want someone cuddly. I want somebody who sees like a, like a thick fabric and, and goes, I want to rub my 
face on that because I feel like that's like like me, right? Like I'm sort of like the sweater of, of people. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, I've definitely uh, been rejected several times this week. Yeah, it hurts, you know. Yeah. And maybe I should be going for sweater chicks, you know. Maybe that's more in my wheelhouse, but. I don't know. You seem like a heartbreaker to me, man. You seem like the kind of I've person I've had my who knows... heart broken several times, yes. Last Thursday, mm-hmm. okay, followed a girl on Instagram. Okay. Liked all of her pics, slid into the DMs. Hey, nice pics. Never heard back from her. Oh, that sucks. But most recent Sunday. Okay. Followed a girl on Twitter. She tweets at me, hey, Zero, like your stuff. Hope we can dash soon. So I fave all her tweets, slide into the DMs. Hey, like your tweets. Let's dash. Never hear from her again. Man, I wonder what's happening there. That would, that would work on me. I mean, yeah. if I was like a girl and you were you, it's, I'd be like, let's dash, baby. All they want is attention. The only way to give attention is through social media. My thing is, when I slide into their DMs, they're like, whoa, this is real. He's faved every one of my posts. Now he's in my DMs asking a dash. Let me do a little bit more research. And then they look me up on the tube and they see that I am really good at dash intimidated immediately yeah, yeah. they can't hang yeah it's it, i get intimidated watching it like i feel like i play that game and when i watch people play like when i watch like competitive level gameplay i'm like i didn't know you could even do those things uh it's it's amazing i've had matches where i was like whoa i didn't even know that i could do that yeah you know sometimes yeah. you just get into the mode when you're just like pressing buttons and you know exactly how the game works but you don't know how the game works okay one one last example Sunday was pretty hard. So this most recent Tuesday, met a girl, followed her on Snapchat. She snaps to me, her dog. I snap at her, my dog, licking my fake dick. Never hear from her again. That's, that's, I, okay, first off, kind of tragic because I feel like, I don't know, like I can see how that could be seen as obscene, but I, I'm aware of your whole like social media presence enough to know that that's a joke. You know, you're making a cute joke with your cute dog. Yeah. The dog is obviously the focal point of that. It's part of your whole brand. Mm-hmm. Here's a, I have a question connected with that. The dash scene does have like a notoriously toxic environment as far as like female players go. Yeah. None of them are down. Okay, is it, it like is it possible that any, that these women were, were maybe just wanting to compete with you or, or to play the game and weren't really necessarily like wanting to like hook I mean, up? You or? know, chicks like pressing buttons. Sure, okay, everybody knows that girls can press buttons just as hard as well, not just as hard, but they can press buttons, the same buttons that we can press. You know, yeah. But honestly, there's like another level to the game that's not just pressing buttons and fashion. That a lot of the female players don't really understand. That's a that, that is a that is a controversial stance. It's not about them being women at all, right? Okay, it's just hard to concentrate on a screen when you have a vagina. That I feel I feel like that would be a, a contention. Like I like that I've said this be, multiple times. I definitely don't. Look, look, I'm, I'm just here. We're not, I'm not. I'm not here to talk politics. Right? I'm here to talk about the games. Yeah. That said, I wouldn't mind. If people felt more included in the scene, like, would you dislike seeing, like, say there was, like, actually, like, a capable female contender, you wouldn't, you'd want to see the Dash scene open up to a bigger, like, community of people, right? As a competitive person, no. Okay. The less people, the better. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot say that I agree with, with that stance, but... What uh, is wrong with it? 
Well, I mean, I, I think that if somebody is capable, they should be able to compete in any uh, place that they... Yeah, if they're capable, uh, let them compete. But we're talking about uh, chicks. <laughs> like, if we go back to that news item thing, the, what, the girl with the sweater and the multiple pairs of glasses and stuff, like, I see that. Put the glasses on the tits, Avi. I, I see that, and I'm like, that would get more girls to play uh, Sonic. You know, I, I think that there's already, like, a little bit of a perception of Sonic the Hedgehog that, like... It is maybe a bit more like liberal leaning, a bit, a bit maybe a bit more like a progressive as a series. And Sonic I, is a cuck, no doubt. Uh, not that is not a uh, that is not a new perspective on the show, and I, I'm sort of understanding what the climate is uh, with my favorite game series. But uh, man, I want to, I want, I don't want to fight you about this. You know, you're you're an amazing. You want to dash me about this? I think I do. <laughs> I think. Look. I, I don't play the, the game at your level, Avi. But I think if we go to break and get a little game of dash in, I can prove my perspective. I, I can prove the validity of my views. But you're not a woman. I'm no, I'm not. So, um, what? You know, it's would I, I, you prove? What did Rocky prove by beating Ivan Drago? You know what I mean? Like nothing. Like, yeah, he he proved the like validity of of the perspective of the United States of America. He fought for democracy. He fought for capitalism. He fought for our way of life, and he conquered. And uh, um, Apollo Creed had to uh, die in the in the process. Oh, but. oh, I was thinking about Shrek Three. Yeah, totally yeah. different movie. Yeah, similar though. Very similar themes, like you know, communism and whatnot. Is yeah. But do you want to dash? Yeah, let's dash. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna cut to a commercial. We're gonna get our dash on. Uh, who do you mean? Wait, what am I talking about? I know, I know who you mean. I I mean. Thank uh, you for correcting yourself. I I mean uh, slick baboon. Baboon's a pretty solid choice, and I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna get fucked. Oh shit. Folks, if you're like me, you like a good drink, you like a good meal, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like a good video game. Here at the Chop Shop, my favorite uh, bar and grill, there is a large selection of arcade games and various electronic distractions for your evening fun time dollar. And a special part that uh, we like to call the Chop Saki Arcade and Theater. Hey Chops, how you doing? Pretty good, Griff. Pretty good. Now, why don't you tell our listeners about the kind of game selection that they can uh, partake in? Well, we do have some exclusive uh, arcade cabinets that never really made it out of um, mainland Japan. We have uh, the classic Konami cabinet for uh, the 12 Man Simpsons versus X Men arcade. Uh, the, the cabinet takes up a whole wall. Yeah, yeah. We have it. Uh, it's at this point, it's actually a load bearing wall. If, if they remove the cabinet. The, the place would collapse. It's a, we also consider it a metaphor. The place have, uh, has a foundation in arcade classics. Uh, then we've got one of my favorites. Oh, Skee-Ball 2. That's right. We have uh, the Japan-exclusive sequel to Skee-Ball. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, uh, it makes you appreciate the original classic. It's maybe, maybe a little ambitious. A bit. A bit. Some people don't like all the ski, but, you know. I find the character selection really interesting, though. And then uh, we've got uh, a, a, another personal fave. Um, most of you have probably played the home port of this one, but they have the original arcade version of oh, the Crash Bandicoot Ballistic Golf. That's uh, that one's a classic. Yeah, this one you can hear from like across the street. the uh, The attract mode is so loud. It's like, "Hey, kids, come and shoot some golf." That's yeah. 
And every time you do, he says, whoa, it's pretty great. I didn't want to make a big deal about this element, because it's a little on the nose. I host a Sonic podcast, you know what I mean? And, and, oh, yeah. And, 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 and honestly, the Crash game, uh, the, uh, the, the, the X-Men Simpsons game, these games are a bit more rare. And I, I kind of want people to come in and appreciate the rare games. But I personally appreciate you have every single sonic arcade game they've got sonic tropical fishing they've got the uh, uh you know the one with the with the roller wheel where he's like a skateboarding yeah know. yeah sonic skateboard every sonic fighting game uh every sonic related brawler uh you know the skeet shoot game oh man you know you would think from the title that you'd be firing it from a from a from like a fake shotgun but no that's a game about throwing rings yeah yeah Throwing rings at rings. A little redundant. Anyway. It makes you question what rings mean in the Sonic universe. But, you know, it was the the 80s. No, you're right. It makes you think. Um, It's getting my heart pounding just thinking about it. I want to run around the block right now. It's worked up, man. Yeah, I know. I I know. And uh, uh, it makes me want to move. You know what I mean? And it makes me want to hop down in that basement. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I want to work work out in your basement. (laughs) If I had a nickel for every time someone said that to me. We've been friends for a while. Yeah. I think we trust each other. Absolutely. And so um, I don't know who who these uh, men are that come in and out of your building at all hours, but I want to be one of them. Griff. I want to go work the bag. I want to run that little track you have in there. Okay, look. If you'll stop bringing up the amount of people who go in and out of my gym... On a daily basis. I wouldn't say it's like a... I wouldn't say it's a shameful amount of people. It's enough to where I shouldn't be talking about it in public. Don't be modest. Don't be shy. It's okay to have a few people go in and out of your basement. You know, I... I was raised a little bit more... uh, Traditionalist. Traditional, I suppose, yes. Where basements are concerned. Yes, but if if it really means that much to you, Griff, I I will... You could just come by and use the gym. You really... You seem like you could use an outlet for this energy. I, th- I really appreciate it. Of course, the listeners should know that's not... I mean, we probably shouldn't even be talking about it on the show, but... Uh, oh, we're recording? Oh, yeah. Come down to the chop shop, enjoy a video game, enjoy a drink, enjoy a meal. Uh, yeah, I'll see you there. Wow. I gotta say that I think you did prove your point. This was just like playing with a girl. Uh, Except for the boner. Every time I play against a girl, raging boner. That's why it's so hard. Yeah. I am... We're back. Hi. Uh, I uh, didn't do well. Uh, Me and... uh, Yeah. Me and and Zero played... uh, Well, at first it was just going to be one match. And then it was two out of three. Mm -hmm. uh, Which turned into... Three, best out of five. and Usually what happens is I usually go easy the first time and they think that they can win with another match. Then it just turns into like a three-hour dash sesh. So I feel like my biggest mistake was I, I switched up my, my choice too much. Like, you know, I feel like if I had just stuck with Slick, I might have done okay. No. But uh, yeah, no, that's not what happened. I went, I went Slick and then, uh, you know, I went with Lisa the Tiger you know, because I thought like, well, no, like, why, why play for this like weird kind of like gender war mm-hmm. aspect? I'm not going to play like a female character, but that was stupid. Like that doesn't matter. It did not matter at all. Yeah. No, I'm also like, I'm not, I'm not even very aware of her move set. She's she's complicated. And you then, really surprised me, honestly, when you hovered over Diggity Dog for like a full three seconds. Yeah, and I 
tried to contain my laughter, but obviously you heard me chuckle. The one thing you got to know about playing against me and Dash is that you're going to get fucked. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like I don't want to I don't want to characterize it that way for obvious reasons. But I guess like just, you know, semantics aside. Yeah, I, I kind of got fucked. Yeah. I will say this for, to your credit, being in your presence while you while you're, uh, you know, doing your knuckles game is pretty intimidating. Your first mistake was probably giving me a code red that is it code red because knuckles is red. No. Okay, that, yeah. It's because I, of the flavor profile and the effect it has on my brain. I still don't... Like, okay, like, like, the, I don't agree with how you treat women. Sorry. That's fine. I try to have a policy. Are you familiar with the writing of Ben Sarkoxy, the guy who runs uh, IronPixel.com? No. You guys should, would get along. Um, anyway, I, I, I interviewed him, and it, it was... It got... I have a policy now not to lose my temper... With mm-hmm. guests, uh, especially because it's bad for my heart rate, which is which has become a problem. So I try to like keep things cool, but I I don't know. I consider myself a feminist, I guess. Like, Hold on, are you trans? No, I'm not trans. Uh, okay, you know your whole stance was really confusing for a second, and like that was one of the only things I could think of. Like, okay, so you have issues with dating, right? I wouldn't really describe them as issues. But uh, I use a lot of tissues, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that you would have more luck with women if you would like. Ch- it's not chill about luck, on. bro. No, no. Mm-mm. It's all about strategy. You seem very confident in that. Yeah, I should be. I like, kissed two girls. It, it, that and that's you consider that a, a lot, or do you consider full tongue a lot? Not here to judge. I just I want. You've kind of communicated a problem with following through with girls that you meet and are attracted to. It's all a numbers game, man. I, I think you're closed. I think you're closed off to me. I, th- I think this is more of an issue than you're letting on. Although I gotta say, the first step is confidence, and you've got that in spades. If, if I was, if I was the girl in this situation, right, I would see this guy. He's attractive. He's got a cute dog. Thank you, thank you. He's funny, Avi. But then, uh, you know, he slides into my DMs and is just trying to smash dash. And now suddenly I'm like, well, maybe this guy isn't a nice person. Maybe this guy won't value me, you know? The value? Right. We're, uh, I'm I, sorry. No, You're it's using okay. a lot of foreign, like, uh, vocabulary right now. Yeah, like, like you know, like, like if you value something, you know, you want, you, want to, you want people to feel like you care about them, that you, like, like women want to be, feel like they're, like, treasured and, and, and looked after and taken care of and whatnot. That's a huge generalization. I don't feel very committed to that statement Yeah, at that all. sounds really wrong. Yeah, I'm now starting to understand that maybe I have some holes in my own perspective, but I think that you could potentially do better if you if you had some more room in your heart. Okay, I'm going to humor you for a second, because honestly, this is busting my guts. Yeah. (laughs) So just where where do you get a nap, man? What are you what are you trying to say that I that I don't that I don't smash that I don't dash? Huh? Uh, I'm trying to say that you clearly want to like kiss and date more girls and you've only kissed two and full time sure i the compulsion is to start comparing numbers i'm not and i don't want to do that (laughs) Uh, you uh, got numbers oh i got numbers baby what what are your numbers oh like at at least five at least five i don't believe you no i I, like what you want me to start like like naming my dad's kissed five girls and i barely believe that i've been in five long-term relationships what yeah but I'm an old, you know, like you're, you're, you're a young man. You know, you're only just getting started. How old are you? I'm 17. 
Okay, yeah. So, so kissing two girls, that's not so bad. It's pretty good. It's a high score. In my school, I have kissed the 15th most girls. Before I had met you, I would have thought for sure that, that you'd be batting them off with a stick. But uh, and I guess from your perspective, that's you are. Abuse. Hmm? That's abuse. I don't hit women, okay? I know that you're probably thinking like, oh, this is a really cool guy. He could do whatever he wants. The, the ladies probably even want him to hit them. But I, that's not me, okay? Right. I'm all about the social. Right. I'm all about the tongue. You want to know what it's like to date zero? I'll tell you what it's like to date zero. Okay. First off, guaranteed extra five followers. No matter what. I follow you. You get a pick with me. You're getting five followers. I, I immediately got another five just from announcing that you're going to be on my show. That's my guarantee. Yeah. Okay. Secondly, you're probably going to get wet. Like, you mean... Are, I'm talking pranks, bro. Okay. All right. All right. No door is safe. Yeah. <laughs> but that's charming. I like that. For my first date that I've ever been on, it was about six weeks ago. And she really liked how I dashed and she invited me to her place first thing when she opened the door I threw a whole bucket of cum at her of actual yeah saved it up for about three days oh it was a medium sized bucket but she freaked it was like the best prank ever and I got 17 views on YouTube that is horrifying I'm horrified right now. How fast before that was removed off of YouTube? It's still there. I call it the milk bucket challenge. Ooh. Okay. So, so if I was a girl and somebody hey babe threw a bucket of cum on me of like human of actual human semen, I I, I man, I wouldn't I wouldn't speak to you again. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty chill date. Uh, then I tried to take her to Chili's, but... Um, I'm surprised it's... she went to Chili's with you. Hmm? Like, Chili's is a classic joint. You can't just go in there with, like, you know... I, 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 what, do you, what do you get at Chili's? Uh, usually at Chili's, I order the lettuce platter uh, with no dressing and only iceberg lettuce. Oh, that's, that's interesting. You also try and, like, watch, your, watch what you eat. I, I, I get that jalapeno salad, but never with the bread because I watch my carbs. Yeah, that sounds very unappealing. I don't like spicy. So we both like chilies. I don't really like flavor. Aside from Code Red, Iceberg Lettuce, Kraft Singles. I just say look. And yeah. frozen blueberries. Oh, dude. Kraft Singles, frozen blueberries. We have zero. We have so much in common. I wish that you could get on my level with the relations with women thing. I think that you should get on my level, honestly. I, I want to be your like hitch. You know, like I want to give you like relationship advice. Like I you wanna, think you could be Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I think of the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I want it is pure comedy. Who That's is almost the, as funny as the feature film Hitch? Who Who is the other guy? Who the uh, Kevin James? Yeah, yeah. Like I want to be I want to be the Will Smith. You'll be the Kevin James. All right, you know what? Try it. Okay, yeah. So hitch so, me, bro. Oh yeah. All right. So like, like, forget social media. I know that's hard. Like, like, but bear with me. Imagine you're at the mall or something, right? Uh, Even adult friend finder. All, all of them. All okay. of them. Tinder. Fucking Busby. Forget about Red Zone. Forget about Pink Tank. Forget about Underworld. Just forget about all that. Okay. You're at the mall. Done. You, meet, you meet a girl at uh, Tivana or something, and you're saying no sosh. Yeah, no social media. Do I have a phone? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Does texting count as social? 
No, I, sure. Yeah, I, like, like, like you're going to give this girl, maybe you're going to give this girl your number or something, but yeah, texting counts. <laughs> I'm sure. going to give her my number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you, like, like, how do you even start that conversation? All right, here I go. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so she's on her way to get some uh, samples, some browsing teas, graphic, of course, Avi. Okay. Ready? She's like, like... No, that's my first line. Uh, um... I'm always ready for free for free samples of tea. <laughs> That's me sipping. <laughs> I like the way you sip. Oh, thank you. I think you have very pretty eyes. Really? Yeah. My mom always said that they look like the bottom of her makeup drawer, but I like to think that they look like the ocean. Oh, I can see that too, actually. I can see depths in your eyes. They got depths. So like uh what's your what's your whole deal, you know? What uh what uh you look like uh you got kind of small tits and a kind of Okay, so pause. Imagine the simulation just paused. Okay, I now... thought that was I thought you were just no, saying no, no, pause. No. And now uh you know, I step in. I'm Will Smith and okay. I'm like, "No, see what you did." Hey, Will. Will. Hey, what's up? What you did there, you're doing great. You, you were looking into her eyes, uh, eye contact, you're being very bold, very confident, but then mm-hmm. you mentioned her tits. Yeah, they're Kind of small. Yeah, I, don't, I like. I I, th- I think girls g- know that guys notice their their bodies. Okay. Like I th- I think that they want you to have the confidence mm-hmm. that you don't need to point it out for them to to feel like you're noticing them. Okay. And, uh, so focus on something else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's it. let's resume the, resume? the yeah let's resume the, right, the simulation. Let's pretend like I didn't say the tits thing. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah rewind it a little bit. Now we're back before you said the tits thing. Thank you so much for complimenting my eyes. Oh, it's, thank you. It's very nice for someone to notice something about you and to, like, it, it just feels good, you know? I it, feel the it, same it way. It feels really good. It's and so nice. Can I, can I give you a compliment? Uh, yeah, go, yeah go, go ahead. You got some absolutely rocking nipples. Okay, see, pa- so I'm, I, I'm pausing simulation again. See, what I did there, you said a thing about how it's, it's kind of hard to be appreciated, which is relatable. Super relates. Mm-hmm. That was good. But then you brought up the nipples again. Yeah. You know, which I, 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 tits, I just, you were kind of trying to point general. out the standard. But. Tits, too general. Yeah. Nipples, specific, then they know that you're noticing. Right, right. I could. I every could. guy sees tits, but not every guy can see the nips. I have this power. If I were going to take a, anything away from this, from today, is that there's multiple kinds of intelligence. Oh, yeah. You're a genius. When you, no doubt. When you uh, come on that stage, you know, you're surrounded by people. I can't imagine doing that. Like when, when you and I played our, our game. Or you whatever. honestly should never imagine doing that. You're bad. I, 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 it's, it's, I, it's unfathomable I, to even compete at all. The, the idea of doing it in front of a crowd is so intense. Things like pattern recognition... Uh, spacing, uh, button inputs, all these. Uh, Wait, are we still doing this like hookup sim right now? Oh no, we've abandoned the simulation. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, there, there, there is such a thing as a lost cause. I'm and, like not into small tits, so it was right. kind of hard for me to do. Understandable. Uh, I mean, I don't understand, but that's okay. That's nothing new. It's not for you to understand, but yeah, and it's okay to fail. You know, sometimes I wonder, like, for really successful people. If there's just like a cuck in the back of their head that yeah. like sometimes like tells them to do stuff. Okay, we're we're done here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, that's there's there's my door. Hope I don't see you. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, let's never follow zero dick lick on Insta, Twitter, and Snap. Uh, and I'll see uh, I'll see you all uh, elsewhere. All right, get up, go.
Square podcast was created by MC Griffin, edited by Alicia Mason, and produced by Jason Kyle Hammonds. Intro narration by Demorge Brown. Griff was played by MC Griffin. Zero was played by Aaron Key. Music by Max Repka. Episode art by Colin Greenhalgh and Mike Lucas. You can see episode art and information on elsewhereshows.com or follow us on Twitter at Elsewhere Podcast. E-L-S-E-W-A-R-E. For all other queries, comments, and compliments, please call our offices at 310-299-4612. Our patient is Bend Sarkoxy, age 30, male. His occupation is reporter and critic for Iron Pixel. He has been listening to our recording for just over eight weeks. Thank you uh, for participating in the trial. Is there anything that I can uh, get you before we get started here today? Glass of water. Okay, just a moment then. Here you are. Thank you. You're you're welcome. If you don't mind, I'm going to place these uh, little receivers. They're going to collect some uh, data. Real simple. You're not going to feel any pain or anything. I take it it says here you were uh, listening to the tape for about eight weeks? Eight and a half weeks. Okay, uh, eight and a half weeks. If you could just lie back, uh, whatever is real comfortable for you. It shouldn't take very long. I'll start the process and you'll fall into uh, sleep. Um, yeah, great. You comfortable? Yes. So, if you will, take a deep breath with me. <sighs> Start. You can feel yourself. You're falling deeper and deeper. My voice makes you feel calm and relaxed. And then you hear the bell. Ben Sarkoxy, do you hear me? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. If you would describe your surroundings for me, please. Uh, the rising s- the s- sun. I'm on it. The sun is rising, and I am walking forth. Beautiful. Describe uh, what it looks like. It's red, endlessly red. How uh, how do you move besides walking through your surroundings? The sun is rising, and I am walking, and the sun is rotating beneath my feet, running forth towards me. Japanese princesses. Are they coming at you aggressively or in peace? Coming forth. With aggression. And yet, just beneath the surface... You hear the bell, and it is calming you. Flamethrowers, powered by the redness of this rising sun. I am holding weeds, weeds that I pulled from the earth. I see a silkworm spinning. I stopped it with mine eye. Perhaps I can trade it for something more valuable. And I'll win the deal. I'm going to count to three, and you'll wake up from your dream feeling calm and relaxed. One, two, three. (laughs) Mr. Sarkoxy. Uh. How are you feeling? I feel calm and relaxed. 
Wonderful. Do you have any uh, recollections from from the dream? I know it was wasn't very a uh, long period of time, but I remember the battle, all the lobsters. How do you feel? Uh, do you like to continue the sessions? Um, yes, I would like to continue. I want to be prepared for the lobster attack. Uh, maybe I can um, prescribe some supplements for you. It'll.